Hello and good morning and welcome to this week's episode of Deep Dive with myself, Sean Horn, and the fabulous Pamela, Pamela Walsh. Walsh. <laughs> I completely forgot that you were supposed to say it then. How are you, Pam? How's everything going? I'm good. I'm good. I am recovering. COVID hit our house, but as my last week, I was like, I think I have this little bit of a head cold. It was not a head cold. <laughs> well, I but hope I'm fine though. I hope it extended the break. I hope that you managed to have a little bit of a rest whilst having it. Yeah, I did. No, I had Shay home from crash, you know, a couple of days because just just to be sure. But um, she's fine. And I was, yeah, horizontal over the weekend. My husband was like, you've been away for five days and now you're in bed. <laughs> I'm going to say it again because actually I've still got a sore eye from my little minor op. So I, I look very tired, but I'm not actually not tired. It's just my eye. But you look really fresh. So like. I know that's the ASAP colour, the CC cream, you know, the one that we got. Oh, yeah. In our little baggies from the Club Awards. I think the lovely Sarah McGarry supplied them. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, the colour correct ASAP. I was very, now it came out of the tube and I was like, mm, not sure, but I need something. <laughs> it's not makeup, no, it's just that colour correct. Though. You look great. So, um, how is your eye? It looks fine. Yeah, no, it's grand. It's just a little bit small. It's a little bit swollen. It's a bit infected, you know, because you rub it and it irritates and it itches. Aww. But it's absolutely grand. I just had a little cyst taken out and uh, hopefully it'll be fine for the weekend because I am going to Amsterdam this weekend. Ooh, it nice. Is the bank holiday. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and um, yeah, I just want to have a nice chill for a few days. So where are you staying? What part? Uh, don't know yet. I haven't booked it. Okay, that will give me fierce anxiety. But anyway, good well, luck sleeping on the streets. The way I see it is there's plenty of hotels, so don't panic. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we're probably staying in the Clayton, actually. It's quite a new hotel out there and it's very central. And we are there for three nights, four days. So oh. I do find with a city break, after two days, you've done 40,000 steps. Yeah. It's quite nice to have somewhere nice if you want to chill on that last day. So um, so yeah, that's kind of top of my list. There's a couple of others that have been recommended to me as well. So we'll have a look today, but I am booking it today. I'm going to get my hair done today. And yeah. so I'm sitting in the hairdressers. That's my job to book the hotel um, and possibly like a river tour. Want to go to the Upside Down Museum. Yeah, there's loads to do in Amsterdam. The Heineken tour is meant to be really good as well. Heineken doing that. My husband is a real ale, so we'll have to find yeah. a real ale one. Um, and uh, possibly a wine tour somewhere. You never know. You never know. <laughs> but, uh, I, I know, but Amsterdam's the- great for just yeah. rambling and, you know, going down the streets. Like, it's so yeah. nice. It's so weird, actually. It's the first time I've been away without my Fitbit. So I lost my Fitbit on a flight. And um, I do need to buy a new watch. I find I am keep picking up my phone to look at mm. the time. And then when I look at the time, I start scrolling and it's too much. Um, Are you keeping your phone out of the room at night? So that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> full disclosure. You killed me for yeah. not resting full, and you're not doing it either. Um, <laughs> and I tell you what, because I need to go and buy a watch. <laughs> so I was like, and, and now I think I've got an excuse because, you know, I'm so programmed. I'm like, I know I'm going to do a lot of exercise this weekend and I'm going to do a lot of steps. And the thought of not looking at my watch and knowing how many steps is actually giving me hives. I got the Garmin Lily and I really like it. It's very, because I wanted like a nice aesthetic watch that I can wear with everything. And it is, it's really nice. You know, it's one of those. Oh yes, that's nice. 
I like those ones. Um, I got that a couple of months ago and it's, it tracks everything, tracks my sleep. I only take it off to shower. And like you, I had it on in the pool and everything on holidays. Like it's yes. Yeah. Is it expensive? <laughs> uh, they're about 250 Okay, not getting that. Uh, yeah. No, that was a reward to myself for something, yeah. for achieving something. But um, yeah, no, they are. They're not cheap. But then you have it on you all the time. Yes. You know what I mean? I just need a cheap Fitbit. Okay, yeah. You get one for about Fitbit. 100 euro. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're 80. Uh, Harvey Norman, really cheap sale at the moment. Well, actually, I hope the sale is still on. It was on last week. I probably missed it, but never mind. Never mind. We'll Let's... go to this because this is a big, chunky. This is a very week. chunky law. Mm-hmm. Um, like lots of pages. It almost like really confused me, this law. This isn't um, one that I'm going to say, I love this law. <laughs> I get it though. And I, I agree with it. Okay. I know last week I was like giving out about what he was saying. This week, no, I do agree because I, I, I know it definitely work, my brain works this way. So I'll read out the law and then we'll see. We'll go through it. So the law, avoid wallpaper at all costs. Words really matter. And the fate of ideas, politicians and brands can be decided by them. Knowing how to communicate in a way that cuts through, grabs attention and beats our habituation filters will be the difference between success and failure in many endeavours in our life. Your brain has a profound prehistoric survival tool, its habituation filter, which allows it to adapt to and tune out even the most unthinkably painful, annoying stimulus. In order to be heard, tell stories in unrepetitive, unfiltered and unconventional ways. Make people feel something either way. So simplify this for us, Pam. So basically, it's what he's saying is, if we see the same thing over and over and over again, our brains filter it out. We have a tool in our brains that keep us focused on only the important information at hand. And if you see something over and over and over again, unless it's like a warning, you're going to tune it out. Yeah. But then, so he says, like, make people feel something either way. Basically, stop trying to appease to everybody. And like pissing people off will also get you known, you know? Yeah. I think it's, it's, for me, what I was reading into it was it's not what you say, it's how you say it as well, sort of expression, because... There are certain people say that I follow their marketing on on social, say, and I see the same template mm-hmm. constantly. I don't read it because it's the same. I know what it says. I read it the first time. Now it might say something completely different at this point, but it's the same template. They the don't same. mix it up. They just go pop into Canva. They write something different on it. They rack it up, and they're they're in their mind. I think they think they're social media looks aesthetically pleasing because it's all matchy matchy but nothing stands out to me no and I agree and I know I'm totally guilty of this because I know the covers that I have on for our snippets for the pod it's just the same Canva template that I just changed episode two something else episode three something else because it's just quick and easy and we do love to simplify and make things much easier and templates and all that will do that for you but with marketing it's a different ballgame. And yeah. it is, you do, and it, because we all were marketing, we're saying the same thing. You have your four or five pillars, 
that you're regurgitating the whole time, but you just need to find brand new, different ways of saying the same thing every time. (laughs) Like I always tell clients, so for instance, uh, we're doing an event um, in February. I will talk about every day, but in a different way. Mm -hmm. So one day I might be talking about how I'm prepping for it. The next day I might be advertising the tickets for it. The next day I might be talking about the other people in it. And it is changing up. You You have to talk a lot about something for it to get across the line and um, you have to hustle but it's how you hustle and yeah I couldn't agree more and not not so much I mean when I'm talking about grids and stuff I'm not talking about cover pictures because you don't see those in a reel yeah that's just if someone literally and not many people actually go to your to your front house but a lot of people are using tiles so static images yeah um and they're the same or they're using static carousels and they're the same and there's no impact in it no, and I know that because I definitely used to do that before and I just stopped because it's like, you're just doing it for the sake of doing it. And I think, you see, there is that line of, oh, post every day and you'll eventually grow, which no, I mean, there has to be value in it or else, you know, you're wasting your own time. I yeah. think there's, he talks about, I don't know, am I pronouncing this right? I literally had to check with my husband last night. I was like, am I saying these words right? Because it's funny because I said them so many times. I was like, they don't sound right anymore. And that's what it means. It's called semantic satiation. Yes. I was like, this doesn't sound right. He's like, because you're saying it too many times, which yeah. means if you say a word too many times, it, it doesn't sound right. And it disappears. You can't hear it anymore. Um, like if you say play, 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 you're, it just, it's just a sound at one point and you don't understand the word anymore. Your brain yeah. tunes it out. So I'm, but I'm seeing that a lot because it's, it's the, those it's copy and paste templates, but there are people out there selling templates that people will buy. Great to get started, maybe get you used to dipping your toe into kind of the game and social media, but it's regurgitating that the whole time. But I see it, it people are using the same words to describe things. Yeah. Over and over again. And now I have some of these words on my website. I built my website a year and a half ago. It's shocking. I need to go find a copywriter, redo everything again because I'm not a copywriter. I'm not good with, with words like that. But it empowered. If I see empowered once more, it's everywhere. It's on my website as well. So I'm guilty. It is hard. It is yeah. hard. I will empower you to empower. It's it's just everywhere. Like we were recently doing some work with the club, weren't we? And somebody, I'm not even going to say the word actually because no one's to nick it, but the V word that uh, one of the girls used, we're like, oh my God, that's so much better than empowered. We're sick of using empowered. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And, and, and I'm not saying that out loud because someone will use it before we use it. Yeah. And I'm having it. Um, but it's weird actually because even like I was chatting to a copywriter this week and she was like, you know, people aren't asking for that change, which is quite mm-hmm. strange. And um, so I do think that people that have read this book and got to this law may start thinking it in a different way yeah. and then putting the pressure on the copywriters to come up with those new words and the new ways of explaining. However, then you've got to think, you know, you get the, the copywriters to do that for you. Then you've got to really pin into your SEO. That's when you need to ring Google and get yourself a free rep and check that because they're going to say, oh, well, actually, women looking for this they're going to be looking still for that empowerment word don't change your seo leave that in there very complicated to try and disrupt people's thought process because it could affect your search yeah and it's it's but it's who you're appealing to as well isn't it it's like really getting and it's always and we literally had a conversation about this in the last couple of days you and i as well 
getting to that point of who is the person that you want to cut through all the shit and get to and speak directly to. Yeah. And are they hearing these words or are they like, and like a year and a half ago, I heard empowerment and I was like, oh, yes, empower me. Now I've heard it so many times. Literally, when I hear it, my brain goes next, you know, swipe, swipe. It's another one because it's like a Canva template copy, um, you know, and I, I, it's, it's like empowering women too. That's that's the phrase that everybody's using. I've used it, you know, and everybody's using it. And that's just one of the million phrases that, but it's like getting, if if you are advertising and you are marketing and you are using certain phrases, look at all your competitors. If they're all using the same phrases, how are you different? Because you need to be different. Absolutely. It's like a bidding war on words, isn't it? And um, <laughs> like you were saying, you know, people sell templates and it's a great way for people to get started. I completely agree. And I know a lot of people that make them and sell them. However, for me, it's that's selling them fish. And for me, you're better off engaging someone for an hour. I mean, a lot of the work that I do is just go into people's offices for an hour or two hours or three hours and teaching them how to use their social. Mm-hmm. Because everybody, the days of only outsourcing, and I think outsourcing really is a good thing to do if you can afford it. Um. But the days of everybody at being able to outsource, you know, aren't necessarily there at the moment. But for you to have the tools to be empowered, but the mm-hmm. tools to be able to do it yourself is like that lasts you forever. You're, you're, you know, you're learning to fish. You're not buying the yeah, fish. Exactly. And I, I do think because like marketing and sales, it's like the the difference between the two sales is getting it across the line being able to talk to talk convince people bring people in if you have somebody in front of you convincing them to buy your services product whatever you're selling marketing has been seen and it's it's now in such a busy world with social like we have i have access to the entire world in my pocket you have to cut through all of that to be seen it's really hard nowadays and it's but there are, it's, I, I think, and there's a lot of saturated markets, but it's, you could, everybody can stand out in a saturated market. You just have to be different. You, you still have, have to, to stand within the markets. You can't be too different, but you have to stand out. It's, it's a very, very complex, you know, balance. Yeah. And that's down to, again, who you want to work with, you know, like, you know, I don't blow smoke at people's bottoms. That's simple. Um, I quite often give people a little kick at the bottom. Um, so I and I want to work with people that are dynamic and like, you know, are ready to, you know, to to have their eyes opened and to go, yeah, actually, yeah, I can do it. So I'm not the right person for a lot of people. And we've spoken about this yeah. before, turn a lot of people away from working with me because I just don't think we'd be right for each other. And I'd never want to upset anybody. Um, I'm the same. I literally had a conversation with somebody there a couple of weeks ago about a project. Um, and it was part of it will be performance management within like a larger team and kind of teaching that and and bringing in a performance structure and I had to gauge the person to see am am I if if I tell them something or give them advice is it going to be too direct for them because I am quite direct and candid so basically said you know if you're you're having an issue with a couple of your staff members if I was to ask them in the morning how do they think they're getting on what would they say and this person said, well, they said they think they'd, they'd be, they would think they're getting on great. And then I said, well, then that's a you issue, not a them issue, because you're not communicating to them. 
I had to gauge their reaction to that because that's what I'm going to go in and do. And I'm going to have to teach this person to manage their staff properly. And if they kind of got up about that, I was going to have to say, I don't think we're the right fit. But they took it on board really well and laughed and said, no, you're right. It's yeah. it's everybody's problem. Um, but you have to gauge that with people because I'm like you. I'm I'm far too direct sometimes for some people. And that's just how I am. And that's why I get results. Yeah, no, absolutely. But then I, I can flip it. Like when I'm doing life coaching session with someone, you can't be direct. It's life you know, coaching. Yeah, that's a much more sort of nurturing side of me, I suppose. And that's why I like to do that's why I stick my thumb in all the pies, because I love the different personalities that it brings out in in in, in ourselves. But back to that marketing, that sales piece as well. Like obviously, when I when I was growing up, because I'm so old. Um, you know, we didn't learn marketing and sales, but it was one. It was called sales and marketing. Yeah. And when you went to college, you learned sales and marketing because, and especially for a small business, to disconnect that is really, really difficult because yeah. you're always looking for conversion. However, even when sales and marketing are put together, because I, I honestly live with them as one, there's still a difference in the sense of 50% of my budget goes to awareness on my brand and 50% of my budget goes in conversion. And a lot of small businesses don't understand the awareness piece, which is such an important piece. And actually, it's really important in what we're talking about today mm-hmm. because the messaging is the awareness piece. Yeah. And constantly telling people what you do, how you do it. Um, you know, like a lot of people, like I was at the the, the show there, um, showcase there the other weekend um and you know I was saying to people and a couple of people were like it just started I've only been going for like two hours and someone said you know oh, I haven't met anybody yet I haven't converted and I'm like today isn't about that first yeah. and foremost you've got to work out what you want from every scenario that you're in and to be able to showcase your business is a huge awareness piece and worth a lot of money and you pay for that if you get some conversions as well then brilliant. You've got some sales over the line, but you've got to think about them as two entities. Um, a really good example is say McDonald's. So McDonald's will, one ad will go up and it would be like new burger, $2.99. And then the next ad would be like grandpa meeting his grandchild, having a cup of coffee with no advertising. It's just showing a feeling. Yeah. And that's the awareness piece. So I really want people to understand that. Um, because I think they get confused by it quite a bit. Yeah, and, and it's a lot because I think if you're not a sales and marketing person and, but you, and you just want to make your candles, do your business, provide your service. I think the one thing about entrepreneurship is you have no business without sales and marketing. Like you you're, you have nothing. Nobody's going to buy what you're providing without visibility and without sales. And I know it's really uncomfortable. We don't want to sell. We don't want to market. We don't want to do. We don't want to be visible a lot of the time. But without it, there is no business. It's so important. It never goes away. You always have to sell or there is no business behind it. And it moves quickly. And I think that's the important thing. And and in fact, just before we came on, I got an email um, from Meter Blueprint. So I did the Meter Blueprint certification during COVID. And however... What's what's that? I've never heard of that. So Meter Blueprint is uh, Meter School, basically. Meta. Oh, so, yeah, I always call it meter. I get in trouble for that. Like, what's a meter? 
Okay, I understand. So, I'm, I'm Welsh and I'm completely dyslexic and I speak phonetically <laughs> as I write phonetically as well. So to me, it's metre. It's like Fenix in London. It's, I'm like, it's Fenwick's. It's got a W in it. I mean, it's <laughs> arguing the whole life. So, uh, yeah, but the blueprint is a certification, basically. It's free to do. Uh, Google have a Google school as well. I always say to my clients, even if you could do the first four lessons and I think there's 26 lessons on the Google one the first four though will open your eyes to what your business should look like online is that a digital marketing one yeah yes but it's the Google school I've gone they've changed the name of it I've forgotten what it's called I'll find out for you um but uh the blueprint though is essential so if your work if I was ever working with a social media manager I would always ask them if they'd done blueprint Mm -hmm. um however I did mine well it'd be coming on for four years so just before I came on, I was like, do you know what? Actually, I'm not, I promised that I wouldn't go to college this year. <laughs> I have stuck to that. Nearly tempted this week, Pam, nearly tempted, nearly booked a wine course 12 weeks, Wednesday nights. And I was like, no, not this year. However, I'm going to download this and I'm going to do it in my spare time. So I'm going to do it like on my flight on Friday. I'm not going to take time out of my day for it. But I just want to make sure that I'm up to date because mm-hmm. this stuff moves very quickly. And although I'm really honoured and, and very lucky to be surrounded by people like you and Jay and Jen and Judy and all these amazing people, so I learn all the time, it's really good to go back to it. And if you've got a business, I think you should look at it. No, definitely something I should do as well, even. Um, I, I did download Stephen Bartlett's course as well. But purely out of like market research, <laughs> I was like, he's he's flogging a course now of 10 steps to build a successful business. I'm always like very dubious with these things. I'm like, cop on. So I want to see one. what it is. Yeah, I know. I downloaded about a month ago. I haven't even opened it. So I kind of just wanted to see what's in it just to see what he is saying. Can you, Maybe um, that'll be the next, next podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, can you do me a favour? We need see how long it's on for and then um, I might come around, we'll have a cup of tea and watch it together. Oh, yeah. No, I think there's like all these different modules or whatever. Because, like, yeah, I just want yes. to see. Yeah. I'm all, like these 10 steps. That's another thing I have written down as well. Like wallpaper to me is five steps to buy my blueprint roadmap. Everyone's different. All businesses are different. Even if it's the same candle business, every different person is different. People you're selling to are different. You know, your energy is different. Always slightly different. And there's a lot of those blueprints we've spoken about before. Let's not get started on that because it would just wind me up for the rest of the day. (laughs) But also, what a way to become wallpaper by buying a blueprint and roadmap that everybody has bought already before you. You know what I mean? You're, that's wallpaper. Because if everybody around you is doing the exact same thing, how are you standing out? You're Absolutely. not. I, th- I do think nowadays people are looking for raw, unfiltered, authentic, no fluff, just realness in business. You know, I think that's what yeah. people are buying for. Like I can see it's fake. I, I just, I can always see that it's, it's a show and it's put on. And yes, we have to fake it till we make it. But you'll quickly get that confidence for it to not be fake anymore. Absolutely. So push, push through and you will come through your authenticity eventually. But mm-hmm. I do think there's a couple of people online that I just want to call out that I love. Now, these oh, aren't... I'm going to call out the bad ones. No, Jesus, no. <laughs> oh, no. Don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. 
<laughs> I'm gonna call out all of these people that I think are so fake. <laughs> no, and I do you see? Um, she's she's in, she's kind of into health, nutrition, but it's all about like nervous system regulation. And I just think she always catches me. I always sit there and watch her videos, and she's after blowing up as well. Health with Holland. Yeah, Have you not know. seen her? Just the way well, she goes about to things. That kind of stuff, to be honest. I don't know. Is it just where I am in life and like you know, starting yeah, to no, dip into perimenopause? But no, I, she always pulls me in. How she explains things. I don't watch sort of health stuff. Is I just always feel fat, so I just don't watch it. <laughs> no, it's more about like balancing your nervous system regulation yeah, and different things looking, you can do. If she's good looking and shiny. I ain't watching. She's not. Well, no, she is good looking. She is good looking, but she's very raw, unfiltered, hair thrown back in a bun, no makeup on, kids running around in the background. I just like her very, her rawness about it and how she explains things in a very simplified manner, in a very quick way. She just gives lots of quick and easy tools. I like the look of her. I like the yeah. look of her. I'm going to follow her. Fabulous. She's Irish as well. I love I love James Smith on TikTok. He's a PT. I just think he's hilarious. He's he's so bored. <laughs> yeah. So I've been watching James for a long, 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 long time. Um, I just think he's so different, though. He's so funny. Like, yeah, he is. He's really controversial. He's really um, he he. Yeah, he likes to like throw the bombs in, et cetera. Look, he's amazing. I've been watching him before he had any numbers. I've been watching him since he was just running around Australia in his little pants. Um, <laughs> I really like him. I would, I, I, And he is great, but he's very uh, blinkered. Like he has one form of, of what he believes and it's just not that simple. So I love him and I love the fact that he stands his ground and he's well worth watching. He's very I love his style because like yeah, I know and I know like with fitness and all that, like I'm not, you know, fully into it. So I don't know the science behind everything. But his marketing style is very pulls you in and he's very entertaining. Yeah. But actually his side what used to be his sidekicks. So he he used to do everything with two other guys. One of them's Irish, and I've forgotten his name. Um, and the other one is uh, a Turkish guy. They're actually amazing. I'm going to remember them. I'm going to tell you about them in the next um, pod because oh, actually, I found I found one. Um, oh, he hasn't tagged him. How rude! Oh, he oh he's front him. and center now. They're only the minions yes. in the background. He's front and center, but um, but yeah, no, the Irish guy is actually amazing. But um, and someone I love who we both know is Vicky Schilling. Yeah. Like she is a coach. She's niched down. She works with people in the wellness industry, but she's always changing it up. And I, I really appreciate what she does. Um, and she's very natural, raw, unfiltered as well. You know, she really is not polished aesthetic when she's coming on to chat to people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Do like so yeah, that. just finding that little thing that you can be a little bit different. Um, no, but you know who? I mean, she's your friend, Judy. I these Carl videos. Oh my god. I she's like my spirit animal. I'm like, it's the mini series I didn't know I needed in my life. It's hilarious. Yeah. Like, and she's really just like changed, pull that out of, you know, and that that's not a, raw and authentic no. and real because it's totally made up. But and that came hilarious. from a conversation about being bored and not knowing what to do on social. And we're like, you're so creative. 
And the next thing, and if you haven't seen it, guys, the Vid Academy, she came <laughs> up with this little series. Oh, my God. She's the funniest person. It's um, so funny. But yeah, that's that sort of thing. Perfect. Yeah. And that's not you being raw and all serious in front of camera, but it's yeah. totally different. And it will pull you in and you're going to be going, what's this? You know, yeah. and then you want to watch the next one. Because you're like, oh, what's coming? What, what has she done next? <laughs> that's the way that marketing is going. Yeah. And you know, we had a full conversation about this on, on the other pod I do, I'm branded. And um, you know, that is where we're going. We're going, if you go, if you're on TikTok at all, it's part one, part two, part three. It's engaging people, holding them there, um, and then trying to take them through the process. Um, so it, you know, if you can think of things like that, go and have a look at Judy Russell on the Vid Academy, see what she's done. You don't have to stick wigs on and do all that. But, but that part one, part two, part three, you know, even I, th- I I was like chatting to a friend of mine that actually is a, does a lot of uh, cooking influencing. And I said, what if you didn't show us what it looked like? What if that was part two? So you showed us the ingredients, then you showed us the cooking piece, then you showed us what it looked like so that we, you know, can actually make it. And um, rather than putting it all in one. Yeah. Um, because short form, I think, will get slightly shorter and long form will get longer. So it's the tease as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 100% cliffhanger tease. to get into yeah. the next one and you're going to watch them. And and my actually I, we'll have to wrap it up because I've got another meeting, but I'm going to leave you this week not a challenge, but what I am going to say to you is if you're a small business and you're not on TikTok and I'm listen, I'm I'm from the same place as you. I I pop in and pop out of it. But if you're not on TikTok, you need to be there. It is going to grow substantially this year. They're already, they're, they're radio advertising, they're TV advertising. It has become such a search engine. Mm-hmm. You know, like now I'm like I'm going to Amsterdam. I'm not on Google. I'm on TikTok. Best things to do in Amsterdam. I'm on TikTok. 100%. I'm the people. same. So get on TikTok. There are ways to do it. Become an expert on there. And if you've got a shop, 100%, get on there quick because, we don't have Google shop, uh, TikTok shop, sorry, I should say, in Ireland yet, but it's coming. And when it comes, it will blow you out of the park. Um, and e-com is suffering. So get on there now. Don't wait for it to happen. Yeah, the, the followings on TikTok are huge. They don't convert as much, definitely. But, no. the, but the visibility is there. And the it's true. Yeah, they do. Yeah, because and it, it's all like videos of just like you making your product with like, somebody talking over it could be like a motivational speech it could be just a music it could be anything at all but like there's lots of different ways of doing it a lot of people are using it like like um oh what do you call the the infomercials a lot of people are using it like that if you put in like my tiktok shop and have a little search you'd be amazed i mean i last week i was just getting loads of people that certain things from their shop had been stopped so they'd been blocked by tiktok because they weren't supposed to sell xyz i don't know what it was um and like it's it's blowing up it's like the end of the world they've got to think of something else now um but it's their conversion on shop is really really high and so be ready for it so don't wait till it launches and then mm-hmm. suddenly try and get in there Get on there now, send them to your website until it happens and then you're ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Be the first, always be the yeah. first. And then you can just reuse the same stuff. <laughs> yeah, just use what you're using on Instagram, pull it over. Rack it yeah. back up, rack it back up. But uh, anything to finish from you? Um, no, that is everything now I think on what I could have listed out the, 
<laughs> my wallpaper passive income is another wallpaper it doesn't exist it doesn't. I'm sick of talking about it it doesn't exist we're going no. to wrap it up on that alright babes yes so yeah don't be blinded don't be sucked in by uh, these wallpapers passive income does making, not exist does not exist making £4,000 in a week does not exist uh, well I'm sure it does actually but uh, I'm not Richard Branson so anyway thank you so much and I shall see you next week bye the music used for the opening and closing of this podcast is titled Pleasant Porridge by Kevin McLeod IncompeteTech.com licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 www.creativecommons.org forward slash licenses forward slash by forward slash 4.0